0: Uh, You had some verses, um, and I didn't stress that, so I hope that uh, you all had a time. Then let me check about your morning watch this morning. How was your morning watch this morning? Did you have a morning watch? Bill, do you have a morning watch this morning? You like those verses in Isaiah 53? Okay. Yeah. Oh, you got a song. Good. Good. Go. Wonderful. it again do it again speak the Lord while he may be found call upon him while he's near I say a
1: 55
0: hiding speak the Lord while he may be
1: found
0: do it again let's all let's all try can we try Seek the Lord while he may be found, call upon him while he's near. Isaiah 55, six. We're seeking, no not hiding. Call the Lord while he may be found, call upon him while he's near. Again. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he's near. Isaiah 55, 6. We are seeking, we're not hiding. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he's near. Very good, very good. Okay, during the singing time this afternoon, you all have to sing that until everybody knows it. Okay, that's the first one this afternoon. Uh, we sing this until everybody knows it. Then you can all do it without, without hesitating. Very good. So is that what you did during your morning watch? Oh, so good. Okay, uh, what about the morning watch on Isaiah 53? Did you enjoy that morning watch this morning? Okay, Isaiah 53 is uh, one of the most marvelous chapters in the whole Bible, whether you realize it or not. Um, When I was your age, actually, when I was younger than you, I memorized that whole chapter. I memorized that whole chapter. It's not a hard chapter to memorize. Um, I wonder if any of you could memorize that chapter this weekend. You think you could do it? Okay, Dennis is going to remind me. Dennis is always my reminder. My memory's not so good. The last meeting, tomorrow morning, the last meeting, uh all those who've memorized it will give you a chance to say it to all of us okay so uh it's not that hard last night you already memorized two verses last night just like that pretty good and you just go over them a few more times so these 12 verses only 12 verses listen let me tell you about a young people's conference that we had in 1971 in new york and in that young people's conference uh, that was the first time that we had the junior hires join the Young People's Conference. And uh, in the course of that weekend, that was a weekend conference. Listen to this. In the course of that conference, we had some young people memorize Matthew 5, 6, and 7, all three chapters. Just in the course of one weekend. Uh, so, I believe it's possible I believe it's possible for you to memorize. You want to know something? Now I'm going to be a proud grandpa. My four-year-old grandson, my four-year-old grandson, when he was three years old, he memorized all the books of the Bible, and now he's four years old, he memorized Psalm 100. Psalm 100. He can say it. Can you say Psalm 100? (laughs) Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know you that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him, and bless his name. This is wonderful, right? You know, when I memorized that before, when I was younger than you, and now I haven't said it in years, and now, just off the cuff, I can do it almost, except I missed the last phrase, right? What did I miss? Be <clears throat> thankful unto him and blesses him. <clears throat> the last verse. <clears throat> the, Lord the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth to all generations. Oh, for the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth to all generations. You believe me, this is the time. If I were to try to memorize a chapter now that I have never memorized before, it's very hard for me. You know, a couple of years ago, Brother Lee was in Ephesians 4, and I made up my mind I'm going to memorize verses 7 through 16 of Ephesians 4, and it took me a long time to get all those things straight, uh, because, you know, now I'm a little older than you are, right? Uh, and uh, it gets harder. So memorize the word now, okay? Anyway, okay. That's uh, by the by. Isaiah 53, I want you to try. Try. Let's see. Who can memorize it? We may see. Well, what will we do for those who can memorize it? Uh, we, we may see. Okay. Um, this morning, again, let's look at Genesis 3.9. I think we have to read Genesis 3.9 again. <coughs> I think, even if you don't have a Bible, we just do it a couple of times and you'll know it, right? Okay, let's do it according to the King James, just to avoid confusion, okay? The first phrase is, and the Lord God called unto Adam, let's all say this, and the Lord God called unto Adam. Again. And the Lord God called unto Adam. Okay, let's do it this way. Genesis 3.9. And the Lord God called unto Adam. Genesis 3.9. And the Lord God called unto Adam. Sisters, Genesis. Brothers. Genesis 3.9. And the Lord God called unto Adam. Okay. Okay and said unto him, Where are you? We'll put it in modern English. Where are you? And said unto him, Where are you? Okay, all together on Genesis 3.9, the whole thing. Genesis
1: 3.9.
0: And the Lord God called unto Adam, and said unto him, Where are you? Again, Genesis 3, 9. And the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, Where are you? Sisters, Genesis And the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him,
1: Where
0: are you? Brothers, Genesis 3, 9. And the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, Where are you? Okay, now we're going to do it once more with a little change. Instead of Adam, you're going to put your name there. Okay? I'm going to say it. And the Lord God called unto Gene. And you all put your name. Okay? And said unto me, Where are you? Okay? Let's do it that way. Okay? Genesis 3, 9. And the Lord God called unto you and said unto me, Where are you? Again, Genesis 3, 9. And the Lord God called unto you and said unto me, Where are you? Still, I like to stay with this question. Where are you? Where are you this morning? Where are you? Speaking of hiding, where are you? Okay, but I have another question. Um, i like to find out something. If, well, let's read this other verse, and then this will give us something. Luke 19.10. Luke 19.10. Okay, here we all have the recovery version, so there's no problem with the translation. Luke nineteen ten. Okay? Let's all read it together. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. Again, for the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which is lost. The Son of Man is the Lord Jesus, right? The Son of Man has come to seek and to save what? To seek and to save what? Okay, so here you have the matter of being lost. Of being lost. In your morning watch this morning, In Isaiah 53, the last verse, you had verse 6. What does it say? It says, All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. That's the first half of the verse, right? Let's all say that. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. Sheep gone astray are what? They're lost. Right? So this morning, I like to find out, where are you? Lost or found? Lost or found? Don't answer so quickly. Okay? I'm not asking for an answer now. We're going to find out where are you. This morning, we like to find out. Are you lost or found? What does it mean to be lost? I like to hear from the junior highs. What does it mean to be lost? What does it mean to be lost? Huh? What does it mean, when you're lost? Yeah? Yeah? Not knowing where you are. are. Very good. How many of you have ever been lost? Oh, see? You went somewhere, and then suddenly you didn't know where you were. You know, when I was in Taipei in 1987, this happened to me. Uh, That was a strange city to me. And uh, I thought I knew where I was going. And suddenly I wound up in a place and nothing was familiar. I couldn't read the street signs. They were in Chinese. Uh, I couldn't talk to the people. They were all Chinese. And I was really lost. You know, it makes you a little panicky, especially we were in the training and we were on a strict time schedule. And if you have to be back at a certain time, I was lost, not knowing where you are. Right? Not knowing where you are. To be lost is to not know where you are. Very good. What else is being lost? Who else? Some other hands were up. Let's have some other definitions of being lost. It means not to know where you are. What else? Can you think of it? Yeah. Huh? Being in the world. Yeah, that's a place that men are lost, right? Everyone in the world doesn't know where they are. <laughs> Right? Everyone in the world doesn't know where they are So they're lost That's right What else does being lost mean? What would you say? Huh? Confused This is very good Confused Say something more When you're confused What? You don't know where you are And something else What? You're under the influence of Satan Yeah? That's right Yeah Not knowing who you are. Yeah, that's really right. You don't know who you are. Right. What else? Yeah. Not knowing what? Not knowing why you're there. That's right. When you're lost, you got somewhere and you don't have anything to do there. So you don't know why you're there. Yeah. Not knowing where you're going. Yeah, that's very good. You don't know where you're going. Sometimes you walk around. You know, one time when I was young, I was hiking in the woods. And uh, I got lost and I didn't know where I was going. And I kept walking and walking and then I was back where I started. I wound up going in circles. I was by a pond and then I thought I would go this way and I followed a trail and I went around and eventually I was back by the same pond. I didn't know where I was going. I was just wandering around, confused, right? Not knowing where I was, not knowing where I was going, and not knowing where I had been. <laughs> what else? Lost. What? Misled. That's, that's a good one. Sometimes, were you ever with somebody... I've been with people like this. <laughs> I've been with some brothers, and we're going to drive somewhere. I say, do you know how to get there? They say, yeah, I know how to get there. I said okay I'll drive you tell me how to go then they tell me how to go and we get lost right I've been misled I've been misled by the brother who said he knew how but he really doesn't know how yeah I can't hear you not knowing what you're doing that's right eventually you don't know what you're doing you're just trying to get unlost but you can't right what else there was another hand in the back. Huh? What else? What else? What does it mean to be lost? What else? All these things are right. All these things are right. To be, yeah. Huh? To be lonely. Of course, if you're lost and you're alone, then you're really lonely. Then you're really lonely. Well, listen. To be lost is... Another, another thing of being lost is not to be able to find your way back, right? To be unable to get out of it. You know, we have a little dog at home. And my little dog, uh, if the gate is left open to the yard where the dog uh, plays, the dog takes off. When well, we lived in Denver one time, um, the dog took off. And it got about six or eight blocks away, and a brother drove by and saw my dog there. And the poor dog was sniffing at all the houses, and he was just, he had no way to get back. Then the brother had to go call the dog, get him in the car, and bring him home, right? He couldn't find his way home, The dumb dog. (laughs) But look, when we get lost, we can't find our way back. We can't find our way back. You know, we have... After every conference, we wind up with what we call a lost and found, right? We call it a lost and found. Actually, it's not a lost and found. It's a lost. It's a lost. That means we have some articles that belong to somebody, but the article lost their owner, right? The article lost their owner. Dennis has something in his bag. What do you have in your bag? A sweater. This sweater is lost. This sweater is lost. It's not Dennis's sweater. It doesn't, it's not with the owner. When you're not, when something is not with the owner, it's lost. Right? Whenever you can't find something that belongs to you, of your possessions, you say, it's lost. I lost my pen. I lost my homework. <laughs> oh, that was a neat excuse. It worked a few times for me. <laughs> the teacher said, where's your homework? Oh, it's lost. I, I, I ruffle through my briefcase. Oh, I lost my homework. Right? Well, of course, sometimes that was the truth and sometimes it wasn't the truth. But anyway, uh, if you have a pen or you have a sweater, you have an article, and You go back, and you try to find it, and it's not there? It's lost, because it's separated from its owner. And that is, you better try to find out. uh, Where is the owner of this sweater? What's your name? Huh? Carson. Carson. Do you think? Come up here. Come up here a minute. Come up. Come up. Come up. Stand up here. Stand up here with me. Let's find out. Let's see if Carson is the owner of this sweater. Let's see. Let's see. Do you think you're... (laughs) Are you the owner of the sweater? Are you the owner of the sweater? It doesn't match you. It doesn't match you, right? So, sorry, Carson, the sweater is still lost. Try somebody else. Yeah, Edward, come up. Come up. Just watch my water. (laughs) See, see. Are you the owner of the sweater, Edward? It doesn't match you. Right? It's about eight sizes too big. Right? Okay. You're not the owner of the sweater. Who's the owner of the sweater? Let's see. Let's check. How about where's Here. here. Uh, What about you? Are you the owner of the sweater? Would you stand and go over... You go over there. Yeah. Just stand up a minute. Let's see. Let's see. Okay. Come up. Come up here. Good. Good. She's not shy. Good. Let's see. Are you the owner of the sweater? No. It's not yours. Is it yours? Is it yours? It's not your, okay, okay. What happened? Dennis, how are you going to find the owner of the sweater? You better find the owner of the sweater now. Now you better find the owner of the sweater. Let's see. Oh, oh. Oh, who's the owner of the sweater? Let's see, let's see, let's see. Oh, my sweater, my favorite sweater. It doesn't have my name on it, but it says large. (laughs) Let's see, let's see. Let's see, let's see, who's the owner of the sweater? Oh, who's the owner of the sweater? Hey, my favorite sweater, hallelujah. Ah, there we go. See, now what? It's found. It's found, and it matches me, right? This thing matches me. There's something about this article. It's not only my possession, but look, it fits me. It fits me. Isn't that something? This sweater fits me. I just have to turn up the sleeves (laughs) a little bit, but I can make it fit me. There we go. Okay. And this this happens to be my sweater. So now the sweater is no longer lost. Because now the sweater has joined the owner. You see? The sweater has joined the owner. Now the sweater has the owner, and the owner has the sweater. So it's no longer lost. It's found. That which is lost is found. So... We have to realize, <clears throat> in the Bible, we are all lost. We are all lost. Isaiah 53 says, All we like sheep have gone astray. We've gone astray. We've turned everyone to his own way. We've all gone our own way. That means we have gone away from our owner. Away from our owner. To be lost means that we are separated from our owner. And look. If Dennis would not have tried to find the owner, do you think the sweater could have found its way back to me? Could the sweater just have walked around and checked everybody and then finally wound up with me? No. The sweater needed somebody to bring it, to bring it back, to bring it back. This is our dear Lord Jesus. We are all lost. We are all lost. That means we're separated from our owner. It is God who made us. Psalm 103 says, It is God who made us. Know you that the Lord, he is God. It is he that has made us, and not we ourselves. We didn't make ourselves, God made us. That means he owns us by creation. By creating us, God is the owner of all mankind. But all mankind have gone away from their owner, right? So all human beings are lost. All human beings are lost. We are all the lost ones. When I was in high school and I worked uh, up in New Hampshire, we used to sing the Poop song right <laughs> that is the uh, yale song from yale right we're poor little sheep who've gone astray ba, ba, ba. that's part of a song i'm not going to sing you the rest of the song i don't like to remember that but anyway the fact is that when the college students sang they sang this we're poor little sheep who've gone astray they admitted This is the Yale, this is a drinking song at Yale, sorry to tell you. Then they would admit that they've gone astray when they're drinking, even when they're not drinking. (laughs) All mankind have gone astray. All mankind have gone astray. But the Lord made us. Listen, the Lord made us. He made us in a way that matches him, that fits him. Listen. We fit him, and he fits us. So when we're lost, there is no possibility of our finding our own way back. We're confused. We go in circles, right? We we don't know where we came from. We don't know where we're going. We don't know where we are. Actually, this is the situation in the world. Men don't know where they came from. Men don't know where they are, and men don't know where they're going. So, God could not be satisfied with such a situation. All the sheep who belonged to him wandered off. So many wandered off. Wandered off and got lost. We, had a, we have a good song. I, don't, I didn't check whether it's in this book. Uh, out on the hillside, dark and steep right, is a song about being the lost sheep on the hillside. I'll have to get the words for you. Uh, It's just now my memory's not that good. Uh, But anyway, uh, how the sheep wandered away. The lost sheep wandered away from the owner, wandered away from the flock, and got lost on the barren hillside, and got wounded, and got hurt, and got caught in the thicket. This is the picture of all of us of all human beings, of all mankind, wandering away, wandering away, just lost, separated from our owner. But listen, God came. God came. God came. The owner came, right? The owner came, for the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which is lost. The Son of Man, the Lord Jesus, is simply God coming in the flesh to find what belongs to him. To find what belongs to him. This is wonderful. Of course, it's not so good to run away from your owner. Whenever my little dog runs away, I scold it. I say, you naughty dog, you shouldn't run away. Right? But my daughter, whose dog it is, she doesn't scold it. You oh, know, Tuffy, I'm so glad to get you back. Because <laughs> she's the owner. I'm not the owner. <laughs> right? I scold the dog because sometimes I have to spend half an hour trying to find the dumb dog. Right? Then I waste my time. But she doesn't mind wasting her time to find that precious puppy. Right? That puppy is precious to her. Well, look, <laughs> you're not dogs. Don't misunderstand me. But anyway, you're the Lord's sheep. Make <laughs> sure you're the Lord's sheep. You're precious to him. You're so precious to him, listen, that in Luke 15, in Luke 15, it says this. The Lord told a, a parable to the Pharisees. And he says, even you men, you human beings, the Pharisees and Sadducees who were opposing him, he says, which of you, if you have a hundred sheep, yet you lose one of them, which of you wouldn't leave the ninety and nine and go after the one which is lost until he finds it? When we lose something, if it's precious to us, we would forget everything else until we find it yesterday uh just before we were leaving i was missing something and we were trying to leave earlier dennis was waiting for me from one o'clock and uh, i told him let's try and leave at one but anyway i got home late and i had things to do and i was trying to rush and get ready and then i was all set to go and i was missing something something that i needed for this trip and i forgot everything else I forgot about Dennis waiting for me. I forgot about my wife sitting in the car waiting for me. I forgot about the baggage. I forgot about all the suitcases. I, I just concentrate, where is that? Where is it? Where is it? And I went here to my desk, and I went to my dresser, and I went to my room, and I went to... Eventually, I found it in my pocket.
1: <laughs>
0: See, we're all lost. <laughs> but anyway, because I needed that for this weekend. It was important to me, I had to have it, it was precious. I forgot everything else, and I just concentrated on finding that one thing. I don't know about you, maybe you young people, you have so much that you don't care. You lose your bike, you lose your bike, you forget about it, right? Would you forget about it if you lose your bike? Or would you go to find it? You wouldn't do anything else until you found it. You wouldn't dare come home without it, right? Yeah you see because it's precious to you it's precious to you so then you forget everything else until you find it this is the Lord Jesus coming to seek and to save the lost he leaves he has a hundred sheep ninety nine are okay only you are not okay only you are not okay suppose suppose everyone else is okay only you are not okay he would temporarily leave all the rest and come after you until he finds you. That's what the Lord is doing this weekend. He's after you. He's seeking you. He's seeking you, the lost one. He's coming after you until he finds you. This is so wonderful. Listen, you know, even if, You were the only lost one in the whole world. What's your name? Rebecca. Oh, I have a Rebecca. That's my oldest daughter. Rebecca. Okay, I like the name Rebecca. Rebecca. Suppose Rebecca, what's your last name? Shen. Rebecca Shen was the only lost sheep in the whole world. Do you realize he would still come for you? Amen. God would not let one of his lost sheep go. If you're the only one, that got lost you're not the only one but suppose you were if you were the only one that's how precious you are to God if you're the only one he will come to get you God you know how far he came to get you he came down from heaven he was in heaven heaven's a much better place than earth right because that's where God is but he came down from the heaven to the earth and he became a man just like us the son of man This is God in the flesh seeking the lost sheep until he finds it. Listen, he would go after the one until he finds it. He wouldn't give up. With some of our possessions, if they're not that important, we give up. If I just have a 50-cent ballpoint pen, plastic pen, I would look for it for a little while, but after a while i figure, well, it's not worth that much. Let it go. Forget about it. Don't waste your time. I have to always tell myself, don't waste your time. You see? But if I have a marvelous, what? Gold pen. (laughs) A gold pen. That was a graduation present from my father. (laughs) And it cost, forty-nine dollars just see then if I'm not writing with that pen my father would say where's the pen I gave you my goodness I would spend a lot of time looking for that right sometimes I have gone to the airport and then when I come out of the airport and I go into a big parking lot especially in New York at Kennedy Airport go into a big parking lot where's my car (laughs) you know where is my car My car! You know, I don't stop looking until I find it. (laughs) First of all, because I can't get home without it, but more importantly, it's valuable. It's so valuable. Listen, you are worth more than a car. You are worth more than a 10-speed mountain bike. Or do they have 15 speed now? 15. You're 18. Ooh, I'm out of touch. 18 speed. You're worth more than an 18-speed mountain bike. Wouldn't you spend all your time if you lost an 18-speed mountain bike to find it? You'd forget everything until you found it, right? Listen, you're worth more than that. You're worth everything to the Lord. Even though you're getting lost, is your fault. You wandered off. You got lost. It's not God's fault. He didn't lose you. You went astray. You went away from him. He didn't go away from you. He's always there. So he sent the Lord Jesus. He sent the dear Lord Jesus. And he sent him to seek you until he finds you. He came to seek you until he finds you. So he's our owner. We're precious to him. And he's seeking us until he finds us. Then let me read the next verse. And having found it, Luke 15, verse 5, and having found it, he lays it on his shoulders rejoicing. And coming into his house, he calls together his friends and neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep, the one that was lost. This shows us a couple of things. First of all, he comes after us. We actually... Last night I told you we have to be seeking him. That's right. We seek him while he's near. But when we're really lost and far away, there's nothing we can do. It's up to him to come and get us. But he is coming to get us. And he's seeking us until he finds us. Because he loves us so very, very much. And then, listen he puts us on his shoulder. What does this mean? This means you have no way of getting back on your own. Even after he finds you, you have no strength to come back home. You have no strength to be found. (laughs) You can't find yourself. Often we say, about people oh he's trying to find himself he's trying to find himself or he hasn't found himself yet well I have news for you he's never gonna find himself we could never find ourselves we have no strength not only the Lord is full of love to us he loves us so much that he would leave everything to come and get us he left heaven He left all the ninety-nine sheep just to get the one lost sheep. But he has the strength to bring us back. Hallelujah! He has the strength to bring us back. That's not a punishment. That's a blessing to be carried by him. This shows that we have no strength in ourselves to come to God. The Lord Jesus, as the good shepherd seeking the lost sheep, is the one who carries us back home. Where is home? Where is home? He brings us to his home. Where is his home? Tell me. No, not heaven. Where is his home? Huh? The church. The church is his home. Who are his friends and his neighbors? These are the saints in the church, right? These are the saints in the church. Okay, don't be bothered because I'll explain why it's not heaven in just a second. But here it's not heaven. It's coming into his house. His house today is the church on the earth. The church is God's house. And he wants to bring all lost sheep into his house. He doesn't just want to find them in the wilderness and then just love them in the wilderness, but he wants to carry all of his lost sheep into the church life. And when a lost sheep comes into the church life, everybody's happy. The Lord is happy. He's rejoicing. And he says to everyone in the church, Rejoice with me. He's happy. For I have found my sheep, the one that was lost. Then the Lord Jesus went on to say, I tell you that in the same way, there will be joy in heaven over one sinner repenting. So there's joy in the house, and there's joy in heaven. That means the angels rejoice. The angels also rejoice. So here is a wonderful thing. One lost sheep can cause the Savior to leave everything and seek it until he finds it. And when he finds us, he picks us up out of our situation. And he has the strength to deliver us out of whatever situation he finds us in. So do we have to be afraid of his finding us? Huh? Do we have to be afraid of his finding us? Are you afraid he's going to find you? Tell me, girls in the back row, are you afraid he's going to find you? Right now he's trying to find you, and you're trying to find something else. He's finding you. Are you afraid he's going to find you? Yes or no? you're not sure are you afraid he's gonna find you who's afraid the Lord's gonna find him are you afraid yes or no are you afraid he's gonna find you are you afraid he's gonna find you it's too weak are you afraid he's gonna find you nothing to be afraid of he's gonna do everything the best for you he's gonna find you when you're lost he's gonna bring you home he's gonna rejoice The whole family's going to rejoice and the angels are going to rejoice. This is wonderful. This is how valuable you are to him. So you have to realize that we are all the lost sheep. Where are you? Lost. Where are you? Lost. But the way to be found is to believe in Jesus. We have to believe that he is the Savior who finds us and brings us back to God. He finds us and brings us back to our owner. So now we belong to him. After he finds us, then we are no longer lost. We are found by believing in him. When he comes to find you, don't run away. Don't run away. That little dog of mine, of course, now it's an old dog. It's 13 years old. But when it was one or two years old, whenever I would find it and I would get close, it would run away. Sometimes I spent half an hour or 45 minutes running after it because at the beginning it could run faster than me. But because it's just a little dog, only seven and a half pounds, it's it's a small dog. Eventually it got tired quickly by running. It got tired more quickly than I did. Fortunately, so eventually it got exhausted and then I could grab it. <laughs> but certainly it would save a lot of trouble if it wouldn't run away. Listen, young people, don't run away. Don't run away. When the Lord comes to find you, don't run away. Don't take off to be further to to remain lost. Don't think there's something better out there. That little dog, we took care of it, and we feed it, and we provide a nice bed for it, and my daughter loves it, and and I spoil it, and, uh, you know, it has everything with us. Out on the street, it has to try to catch a bird, and then the cats fight with it. There's a big cat that fought with it. And, you know, one day, there was a big blackbird that came down and took a chunk out of its ear. Yeah, it has a notch in its ear from a bird that dive-bombed it, and boom! Listen, the evil birds are dive-bombing you. The evil birds are coming to put evil thoughts in your mind, even now while I'm speaking. You see? But the Lord is saying, come to me, come to me. I'm coming to seek and to save you. You need to be saved. You need to be found. And the Lord Jesus, this weekend, he's finding you. He's finding you. So you just need to believe in him. Oh, Lord Jesus, thank you for finding me. Thank you for being the shepherd to come and seek and to save me. You're the lost one. He's coming to seek and to save the lost. This is the Lord Jesus. So this weekend, you need to respond when he comes to you. You know how he comes to you? In Luke 15... There's, the, there's another story, and the next story goes this way. The next story is another aspect of God seeking us, and it's the story of a woman who loses a coin. She loses a silver coin. She has ten coins, and she lost one. Suppose you have ten silver dollars, and you lose one. Wouldn't you try to find it? Yes, I would try to find it. And what she does is she lights a lamp and she sweeps the house and she seeks carefully until she finds it. Listen, the Lord is not only the shepherd coming to us in an outward way to bring us back, but the Lord is also the spirit inside of us, working inside of us. And that sweeping of the house stirs up a little dust, right? Whenever you sweep, it stirs up the dust. That stirring up of the dust inside of you is pointing out to you that you're not okay in everything. There's some dust there, right? There's a little dirt there. But, but the Lord, as the Spirit, is coming to bother you inside. Even this weekend, last night and this morning, he's bothering you inside. There's some bothering. The light is the Word. I'm speaking to you the Word of God. And the entrance of that Word brings light. And with that light, there is the Spirit stirring inside of you, stirring you up. Sometimes that stirring makes you feel a little uncomfortable, right? Do you feel a little uncomfortable sometimes? Last night, who was it? Somebody in the front, one of the boys in the front told me, yeah, they were bothered sometimes, right, by the stirring inside. This is the Lord coming to you, not just outwardly as the shepherd, but inwardly as the Spirit, bothering your conscience, bothering you, bothering you, because you're lost and He wants to find you. And so you need to realize that the Spirit is there. The Spirit is there. Right now, the Spirit is there. Whether you would say, Amen, Lord. Amen, Lord. Amen, Lord. I'm lost and I need to be found. This is up to you. While the Spirit is there bothering you, while the Lord is near and He can be found by you, seek the Lord while He may be found. While this is going on, you need to say, Amen, Lord. Lord, I come to you. I come to you. Thank you that you came to me. Now I give myself to you. I give myself to you. I belong to you. I want to be yours. Then you would no longer be the lost sheep then you would be brought back by the Lord to his house. The angels will rejoice, the saints will rejoice, the Lord will be happy, and you will no longer be lost, but you will be found. Where are you this morning? Don't answer me yet. Lost or found? Where are you? Lost or found? If you are not joined to your owner, you're lost, regardless what you think. If you're not with your owner and your owner with you, are you with the Lord right now or not? This is what determines. But right now you can come to him. Right now he can bring you to himself. Right now he can pick you up. Right now. Right now. So this is the time. I do believe some of you this morning need to be found. You need to be found some of you you're still wandering even in your mind in your talk during this meeting in your conversation and you're looking around you're lost you're wondering you don't know where you are but the lord wants to find you now you say well i got saved before i didn't ask you whether you got saved i asked you whether you're found are you found that is are you back with your owner maybe you did get saved before But right now, are you lost or are you found? Are you lost or are you found? I'm talking about where you are right now. Right now, we all need to be found by the Lord. We all need to be found. It is the Lord who draws us to Himself. It is the Lord who comes after us. It is the Lord who picks us up. It is the Lord who finds us and makes us one with Him. This sweater is now one with me. It's not lost anymore. The sweater has its owner, and the owner has its sweater. You need your owner, and your owner needs you. You need God, and God needs you. This is the work of the Lord Jesus, out of his great love. So, I tell you what we're going to do. How about right now? We all close our eyes. Close your eyes. Put your books down. Put everything down. Let's all pray together. I'm going to tell you what to pray. Let's all pray. Let's all pray out loud. We'll all pray that the Lord would find us. We respond to his seeking. Let's pray, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Thank you, you came to seek me. I am, your lost sheep. I am your lost sheep. I need you to find me. I need you to bring me back. I don't want to be lost anymore. Be lost anymore. Lord, Jesus, Lord Jesus, I believe in you. You I believe you are the good shepherd of the sheep. I believe you are the good shepherd of the sheep. I believe, I believe you can pick me up. you can pick me up out of every situation I'm in. You
1: can pick me up out of every situation. I'm in.
0: And you can bring me home. And you can bring me home. Oh Lord Jesus. Oh, Lord Jesus. Bring me home. Bring me home. Oh Lord, Jesus. oh, Lord Jesus, bring me home. Bring me home. Thank, you, Lord. Thank, you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Now I'm your sheep. Now I'm, your sheep. Now I'm in your home. Now I'm in your home. Thank, you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Now some of you just pray. Now you make this... A- Close your eyes, close your eyes, close your eyes, close your eyes. You just need to say, Lord, you just tell the Lord inwardly, you just tell the Lord, Lord, this was my prayer. You make that prayer your personal prayer. And you thank the Lord for seeking you. You thank the Lord for saving you. And thank the Lord for bringing you home. You just tell him in your own words, inwardly. We just take a minute. Okay, now I still would like to have some testimonies, some sharing from you. But before we do that, without talking, this is not a time to talk, pick up your songbook to hymn number 245. It's number 1052 in the hymn book. If you don't have the song book, it's 1052 in the hymn book. We're going to sing song 245 in the young people's song book. And then after we sing this hymn, listen to me. Listen to me. This is not a time to talk. You listen to me. After we sing this hymn, then i like you to say something, to say something about how the Lord found you about how you were lost and the Lord found you, about how the Lord picked you up, or maybe you just like to tell everybody this morning, this morning the Lord found me. You don't have to give a long message. I, my message is good enough this morning. No messages. Just a short word. The Lord found me and I belong to him. Just something like that, okay? And some of the full timers, some of the college students may also uh, give a very short, very short uh, testimony after we sing this hymn. Okay? Let's sing this hymn. Uh, again I've wandered far away the time for you to answer the question, but I want you to answer it sincerely and genuinely from your heart, right? Where are you, lost or found? Okay, Okay, now is the time for you to answer. Where are you, lost or found? Where are you, lost or found? Okay, if you don't have the assurance this morning that you're found, then you better turn to the Lord, right? He wants to seek and to save you. He doesn't want you to be lost. He wants you to be found. Where are you this morning, lost or found? Okay, still not so much confidence. So, it seems like we need more speaking, right? (laughs) The Lord needs more seeking, and we need more speaking, and you need more finding. Where are you this morning, lost or found? Well, that's good. I hope that that's the genuine assurance that you have in your heart and in your spirit. Okay, now say something. Say something. Go ahead. Take the lead. Don't look around.
1: You.